0: Hello? No, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. I'm starting over. No! Hello, and welcome to Nerds Collide, a podcast about all things geeky and possibly dorky. He is Travis. Hey. And I'm Justin, and together, we're just a couple nerds.
1: Just a couple of nerds.
0: A couple so nerds me... who, uh, this is our fourth attempt <laughs> to record this episode. <laughs> because we can't seem to stay awake.
1: <laughs> yeah, we kind of took turns. Um, either sleeping through alarms or falling asleep on the other one.
0: Just just a good old time.
1: I'm gonna try my best not to fall asleep on you here.
0: I mean, you better not. I'm gonna be like, Wake yeah. up. Wake up And I'm gonna be like Whoop. And I'm gonna be asleep. I'ma be asleep. So uh, yeah, we don't have a an exact topic for this episode. We're just gonna kinda talk about What's been going on recently? What we're into? I guess uh, I've been playing a lot of Zelda. I did beat it, uh, as yeah, I mentioned, mentioned.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mentioned. I was, I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, I mentioned. Just, you, just, you just started right away. I'll just delete that off the notes. <laughs> yeah, get it, get it the <laughs> fuck out of there.
0: <laughs> I'm fucking ready. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. <laughs> I'll fight any fucking body, blacks, whites, <laughs> Asians. <laughs> you ever see that video? No. <laughs> this this is an older white guy. <laughs> He's he just says, "I'll fight any fucking body, blacks, whites, Asians, blacks. I'll fight any fucking body." <laughs> Classic. Um. So yeah, I've been playing Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. I beat it as I mentioned in the last episode, but I just I just couldn't stop playing it. And I got all the shrines. I completed the map entirely the maps entirely. And I got a hundred Korok seeds. And that's about all I'm gonna get, I think, 'cause fuck them fuck them Korok seeds.
1: Like how many is there total?
0: I don't even to collect. I don't honestly even know. I know in Breath of the Wild it was like 900. <laughs> Jesus. How many korok seeds Tears of the Kingdom? There are 1000 korok seeds in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Jesus Christ. So, I'm good. My yeah, my 100 my 100 is fine. <laughs> I've got to like twenty three. <laughs> I just I just kept stumbling on uh obvious Korok locations. I would I would fly over something and say to myself, that looks like a Korok, and it always was. What's kinda bad though is it'll give you a percentage of how much of the game you have completed and I have fifty three point eight five percent complete, which really bothers me because i want that 54% <laughs> but i don't know if i'll get it sadly i'm sure you'll catch the bug again and and want to play it yeah i'm at a point right. i'm at a point now where i don't want to play it anymore cuz i've done all that i want to do mhm but i also
1: don't want to play anything else <laughs> yeah cuz nothing's going to kind of measure up yeah, yeah. You almost need like maybe at least like a two week break.
0: Yeah, I need to take a break.
1: You need to you need to taper your expectations for, for whatever the next game is you are going to play. I
0: did actually start playing a few games just to try to, you know, move past the Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. and play this play this two D side scrolling sort of. RPG game called Indivisible. And Seem
1: seems like something if you were gonna cleanse the palette, that would be where you'd go.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really nice looking game. The uh the 2D art is really cool. It's got like 3D backgrounds. Um but man, it pissed me off this morning <sighs> when I was playing it. Uh because you go into battles. With enemies like in RPGs, and it's sort of turn-based, but it's more um, real-time turn-based. So you have a a meter that uh, a little gauge that fills up, and once it's filled, you can do attacks. And it it's cool, but I was in a I was in a fight where an enemy kept spawning other enemies, and uh, I didn't like it. So <laughs> I,
1: get this shit out of here.
0: So I think I'm done with that. It was so absurd, though. Like at one point there there were nine enemies on the other side, and mm-hmm. they they kept just they kept just killing my guy, all my guys, well, <laughs> really all my girls and uh, all my people. It really made me mad. So I think I'm done with that. I also started up Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I've never played a Yakuza game, ever. Um Mostly they're 3D beat-em-ups, which aren't very exciting to me, because you just end up button mashing the entire game. But this one is more turn-based. And also the character is obsessed with the the RPG series Dragon Quest, which... I'm all about. (laughs) That's my shit. But I haven't gotten... I've only played it for about 20 minutes, so I'm not anywhere in the realm of giving an actual opinion on it. So, who knows? Maybe I'll continue playing it. Maybe I won't. Have you tried Call of Duty?
1: I have not. Well, well, there you go. And I will not. (laughs) (laughs) On a serious note, though, I mean... I don't know, maybe jump into Animal Crossing for a little bit. That might help.
0: Oh yeah, maybe.
1: I mean there's no there's no expectations when you play Animal Crossing.
0: That's true. <laughs> Stop
1: expecting things of me. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to, to no, give not. you to give you quality <laughs> advice and and maybe selfishly try to spark interest in the game for you and you know that'll trickle down and then eventually I'll be playing it too. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is will you play Animal Crossing with me? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> that's, that's the name of the episode. It's just will you play Animal Crossing with me? <laughs> I will not! <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me
0: to play Animal Crossing? What in the blue yeah. hell? <laughs> What in the damn hell? I don't know. Maybe I'll do something else. Maybe I'll play Animal Crossing. Maybe I'll do something else. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Get you a puzzle. My girlfriend is obsessed with puzzles, and she recently got, well, a few, but she got this puzzle where everything in the image has a butt, and Mm -hmm. uh, so the scene is at a beach, it's like a, a sand bucket, but it has a butt. A shovel, but it has a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Jesus. has butts. Er- Erfang has butts, which is true of real life, you know? You ever think about that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, a Sudoku book in my uh, backpack for work. Oh. Never, I've never actually pulled it out, though. But it's it's there if I ever need it, you know? in an emergency
0: (laughs) yeah you can rest easy knowing that it is in your backpack (laughs) you you won't one day say oh where where is it where is that Sudoku
1: it's weird I feel like I'm so I'm I'm turning 30 in a few weeks as you know so like the past really since the beginning of the year I've kind of like been in this conscious state of like the things that I do that I think are old, the things <laughs> that I'm experiencing that are old, like my body hurts. Like I wake up with body pain and my back hurts. And a lot of that is just a tribute to my work, not necessarily my age. But one of the things was that I drove in silence the other day with just like no radio, no podcast. I'd like just because I was I was already driving. And I was listening to music, and I just, I don't know, like spontaneously just cut it off. I was like, hmm, this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) I drove like that for like the next two days. Just in complete (laughs) silence just with my thoughts. And I don't know, in my head, I like to think that's something like a distinguished gentleman does. (laughs) So that's part of getting older, maybe, I don't know. Maybe another thing was is, um, I've been becoming very conscious of the way I walk, <laughs> specifically at work. I need to slow it down a bit i'm moving I'm moving too fast for my age i need to I need to taper it down, I don't need to be running around too fast,
0: too yeah. furious Travis, yeah, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you need to be too slow, okay. Too slow. It's serious. It's
1: funny because, like, I was at work and I was walking. I'm just walking. I'm like, I've come to a full stop. I'm like, why the fuck am I walking so fast? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I start, you know, <laughs> work, walking at a normal pace. But now I'm paying attention to the way I walk, right? And I'm just like, why do my arms do that? How does my body just naturally find this rhythm? I don't know. It's a weird thought. You're you're
0: reexamining your entire life,
1: and that. It, but but do you ever like think of like your walk and how other people perc- perceive the way you walk? Like do that, you think when you walk up to a crowd of people, they look up to you, and you're like, "That guy means business.
0: That guy is serious." <laughs> No I don't really perceive how or you know, attempt to perceive how other people view my walk, I guess. I am very in my own head about everything. So mm-hmm. I'll see people walk and they they have their feet you're you know how when people walk and they have their feet like out in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. I'm very conscious that I don't walk like that (laughs) because I don't know why I just don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) And so whenever I I (laughs) walk, uh, I see my reflection or I look down at my feet. I always try to purposefully make sure my feet are straight, straight ahead, straight ahead to where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) This is serious. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I got one one leg that's like slightly shorter than the other cuz I tend to drift when I walk. Like I struggle walking in a straight line at times.
0: I think everyone does. It's like how everyone has one ear that's uh lower than or or higher than the other one.
1: Yeah.
0: It is everybody's leg. <laughs> Do, do one leg be shorter? (laughs) A limb length discrepancy is when one leg or arm is shorter than the other arm. Well, yeah, I know that. The difference can range from a fraction of an inch to several inches. Can you imagine your leg being several inches (laughs) <laughs> longer than the other. <laughs> that, that is wild.
1: It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to buy pants.
0: <laughs> Can I get a 32 waist and 28 leg and also 32 <laughs> leg? <laughs> 28 right, 32 left. <laughs> Just give me thirty twos I'll
1: cut Do <laughs> you cut 'em or you just roll them up <laughs> that man terrible. is
0: that man is stylish he's got one one cuff
1: one cuffed <laughs> leg <laughs> Have you ever um are you familiar with who Miss Rachel is? No. No, okay. So Miss Rachel is all the rage right now for people with uh with young children. She's um I think she's a teacher maybe, but she's a, she's uh from New York, but she's basically um like a a she does learning and teaching videos for children. How do I describe her videos other than like I'm reading about Miss Rachel right now. Okay, yeah, you're doing your research. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone else will look it up too, and they'll know everything they need to know. I don't need to sit here and try to explain it to you. I I do like that her name (laughs) is, or her online persona
0: is Miss Rachel, but she does videos with her husband. What, you ashamed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I married him, but I don't like him.
1: So, anyway, uh, my daughter loves Miss Rachel, right? it's uh it's what we put on the tv you know like if we need to set her down and her playpen go do something go use the bathroom or whatever put miss rachel on the tv and she's completely fine one of her videos is just like a compilation of like all the songs and stuff she does and there's like two or three of them that are stuck in my head really really bad right now <laughs> it's like constantly in my head when i'm at work <laughs> But it's having the weirdest effect on me because the songs are cheerful, right? One of the songs is literally, I'm so happy, right? And then, uh, what's the other one? Oh, the other one is just up and down and up and down and up and down. (laughs) So I'm just like walking around work all day, (laughs) and just in my head, like Miss Rachel's songs are playing.
0: And then you're thinking about you're thinking about how one of your legs is shorter than the other one. So you're like up and down, up and down, <laughs> up and down.
1: My, oh you ass. <laughs> my
0: goddamn legs
1: hurt. <laughs> but just, it, it does uh it does help me get through the night though. When I'm having a rough night at work and I'm just in my head, I'm so happy. That's <laughs> I get happy.
0: That sounds it sounds it's cool that it is helping you throughout your shift, but it could very well be perceived as a uh, sort sort of horror film mental instability. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, I'm just imagining you smiling while on the With floor mine. at work, and and but you're crying,
1: <laughs> just curled up in a fetal position in I the corner. So I promise you, I'm okay. Apparently, there is okay.
0: apparently there is a controversy with Miss Rachel because uh oh, Miss Rachel featured a uh, featured a guest named uh, Jules Hoffman who uses oh. they them pronouns.
1: Get that shit out of here. Grow
0: up. <laughs> if you're offended by it, grow up, snowflake. <laughs> I did. I literally didn't know that was a thing. I'm all about the the uh, the juice, you know. Give me the ju give me the juice. Juice is on the loose, baby. Oh my god! You yeah, no, the... I thought
1: that was uh. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say I thought it was funny. That just to to picture me <laughs> at work walking around, I probably got like the most miserable look on my face ever because I'm just exhausted. But in my head, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, work, it stinks. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, what, so what? Uh, what have you been doing? I'm still reading Kill Creek.
1: Okay. I've uh, I've slowed down a little bit. Um, but I want to say I'm on chapter 27. Um,
0: how many chapters are there?
1: I don't know. Probably
0: about, I don't know. probably
1: about motherfucking, uh, 39 and a half. <laughs> half.
0: Chapter 39 and a half. <laughs> that's, okay. the epi-
1: that's the epilogue. Epilogue. I love a good epilogue.
0: Epilogues are so silly to me. <laughs> it's just, it's just like... <laughs> Just make it a chapter. <laughs> in the in the book. In the book for God's sake.
1: Um but yeah, just I've just been reading that. Um at the point where I guess spoiler alert, um, if you want to read Kill Creek, uh I'm at the point where the authors have kind of reconvened with each other after they left the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much about it I talked in the last episode, but, you know, it's four authors. Um, they go do this interview for this website in a house that's supposedly haunted. And then, are you ever going to read this, or can I just, like, fully spoil the whole thing?
0: I am probably not going to read it anytime soon. So, you can do it up.
1: Okay, so this is the final spoiler warning for you, for you guys, the listener. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil the fuck out of this book. Oh shit! Okay, just because I don't feel like tiptoeing around potential spoilers when I talk about it, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go balls to the wall. <laughs> okay,
0: balls to the wall, baby. Here we go. So
1: I think I kind of explained last episode like the different dynamics between the authors and yeah. like how each one is kind of representative of a different subgenre or, or a different type of author horror author specifically so they they all go to the house they do the interview with the guy they don't really experience much in the house um then they leave so all of them you kind of you, when you meet them in the beginning you discover kind of like each one is like they the roadblock that each one of them is at in their career. One of them, his wife just left him and he's going through writing block for the first time. The other one is like sold the rights to her novel and they're making it a movie, but they're completely changing everything. And she's dealing with that. Um, the other one. I, I forget, but each one kind of has, they're at a different roadblock in their career. Okay. All kind of like centered around their writing and they're all trying to write something new and they can't, but when they all leave, they all start writing, but then they can't stop because when they stop, they start to see like, um, visions or apparitions and each one has something that's different. Attached to like something in their past that's traumatic, okay, and then earlier in the book, which I won't get into, you get into like the the history of the house and how the story of it being haunted came about um long story short, way back in the day, it was a white guy built the house, his wife was black, people in the community didn't like that, came and killed them so basically, you find out that. The house is haunted, but the house is only haunted because people believed it was haunted. So because people believed it was haunted, eventually something... Like, it was inviting something in to, to manifest within the home. And whatever spirit, entity, or whatever, I haven't gotten to that part of the book that kind of fully explains it all yet, or even if it does. But basically, it's it was using each one of the writers... To tell its story, because the house had kind of like fallen out of the public eye, it wasn't really big anymore. people weren't believing in it, so the spirit was growing weak and there There's this doctor who wrote a true story about like the horrors of the house, and basically he lied through the whole thing, and he was kind of the one- the catalyst to get the four authors to the house to like stir up all this media buzz about it, get the house back in the public eye. And then now the entity that's in the house is kind of like back fully at strength. And like I said, it was using each one of the authors to basically write a story. They were all writing the same story. And once they, once they kind of each link up with each other, they realized that they're all more or less writing the same version of the story and they all got stuck on the same line except for the 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 horror writer that was the older guy who was more of the literary type author. Yeah. He actually finished his book but he can't remember how it finishes after that line. Mm. So <clears throat> it's kind of like the house had these four authors write it, and then the house chose him to tell the story. But now they're all going back to the house to, like, try to get answers. And that's kind of where I'm at. That's where it kind of, like, left me off at. Nice. Or where where I left off at, I should say. It's a little bit different from what I remember, but I read it maybe, like, six years ago. Yeah, and you said you flew through it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I read it a lot faster than I'm reading it now. I do already have the next book that I want to read though. Uh oh. Yeah, it's um uh, what's it it's uh, Summer of Night by Dan Simmons, I believe that is the author's name. It's um it's supposed to be similar to it, where it's coming of age story, this group of friends, small town America. There's a horror in the town that there's type a, of... there's a whore. there's a horror
0: <laughs> there's a horror in this town,
1: yeah, I've just been reading that and um i've been been watching a lot of uh plywood pond builds on youtube <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I That's kinda that's interesting
1: yeah it, it's it's out there, but I stumbled upon it just watching aquarium videos on YouTube, like watching different, you know, fish-related videos. Okay. And then you watch, you watch one, and then you watch Yeah, like you get sucked into that wormhole. Yeah, you watch, like, four different builds of... Essentially, the people are building the same type of structures using the same things, but this one that I was watching earlier, this dude is building it in his house. Uh-oh. And it's literally like two by fours plywood and then you fiberglass like the inside, like all the cracks and seams and stuff of the wood, and then you paint it with a pine liner and then you put some type of, you know, like glass viewing panel and silicone it and then fill it with water, more or less. And I was just like, Man, if I had something like that in my house, I would just like be in a constant state of anxiety. <laughs> Of it just spontaneously bursting.
0: Yeah, especially you having the experience of uh, with with your. Uh, I'm traumatized. Yeah, your your <laughs> couple tanks cracking. <laughs> couple. Uh, was it two? I, I had
1: I had one crack, and the other one had a leak. Oh, okay. I drained, I drained it. Okay, I and was, it was sitting I was, on my balcony. I got to throw it out.
0: I was a. I was mistaken. I thought the second one also crack
1: uh, i will say though i i think i finally nailed this fish keeping thing oh I, I think i finally got it i think i i got three thriving aquariums granted there's only one fish in each of them right now but i'm getting ready to go out of town and one of the fish is actually going back into the 10 gallon because that 29 gallons for the goldfish but i don't want to buy the goldfish when i'm getting ready to go out of town
0: right because you don't know what'll happen Yeah, you never know. You just don't know.
1: Yeah, because the fish can get stressed a lot in transport, and then the stress comes potential for disease and sicknesses that if I'm not here, I can't treat, and then I come home with a dead fish in a smelly apartment. And nobody wants that. No, and then I'll just get upset and just throw the aquarium away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Throw it off the balcony. (laughs) <laughs> With all the water
1: still in it. <laughs> I won't get, won't get very far. I'm on the ground floor. <laughs> Just throw it out, and someone's walking down the street, and it pumps them in the head. Ow!
0: Ow my head! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's funny. Oh,
1: I meant m- to. A- I- I meant to ask you
0: what? Ask? <laughs> ask <Yeah>. me.
1: <laughs> your uh, your opinion on all the new title designs in WWE?
0: Oh, um, the World Heavyweight One is all right, I guess. I- I- the problem with that bell is it's so stiff. I think. Once it once it loosens mm-hmm. up, I think I'll have a better idea of what I actually think about it. Oddly enough, I do like the women's title that's designed to look like that one. But with yeah, the, I like that one too. But with the white strap, looks cool.
1: Um, yeah,
0: the the belt that Roman has is cool. I like the gold. I still am not a big fan of the big W, but. It's what, it's whatever at this point. It's, ne- <laughs> it's never going to change, so I just have to get used to it. And uh, Asuka's title looks cool. Wish I would have just got to see Asuka have her belt ceremony and not be interrupted by somebody who stinks. We've already
1: discussed this. <laughs> Freaking... Charlotte st- is a worthy opponent. Freaking stinker. And they're, t- and, and they're telling a story here with Bianca Belair that's probably going to lead to turning Bianca heel. I do think though that do do you think Bianca should have held the title long enough to be presented with the new one and then drop it? Because they they did do her dirty. (laughs) Bianca held that title for so long and then you lose it and then the next person immediately gets the new design. It's like (laughs) she just won it. Like
0: I remember vividly when, uh, when Triple H won the undisputed championship back back in the day, mm-hmm. and was awarded the the undisputed championship, the single belt as opposed to having the the two. Mm-hmm. That was the start of my. Uh, that that was the beginning of me viewing wrestling. In a different light, I stopped being a mark. Well, I stopped being a total mark. I became a smart mark, which is still a mark. But, uh, I I do remember thinking that's not fair that Triple H gets the one belt immediately after <laughs> winning it, and Chris Jericho held it for months <laughs> and had to carry two belts. <laughs> that's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> then I remember. Uh, they had a number, there was a number one contendership match between Chris Jericho and Hulk Hogan, which is fucking wild to think about. And, uh, Hulk Hogan beat him. And I, I, that was added on top of, like, why is this old man (laughs) getting world title shots? And, uh, that was the beginning of me looking outside of WWE, the WWE bubble for wrestling. And now I don't watch wrestling at all, so there we go.
1: Yeah, I consume it via clips.
0: <laughs> Although I am very interested in AEW's Forbidden Door, only for two matches. One is a uh, Brian Danielson and uh Okada. Just cuz I I never ever thought that would ever happen. And I feel like I have to watch it. And uh
1: <laughs> I feel like I have to watch it. I feel it. like I have to. <laughs> I have
0: and to do it. And then CM Punk's return to uh Who Cares, man. CM Punk, he's the best in the world, dude. Yeah. Okay. He
1: says it. <laughs> okay. It's on his shirts. Good. I don't care anymore. <laughs> He's either there or he's not. Who cares? He definitely is a... A a rating... A needle mover. Uh, Are you sure? (laughs) He hasn't sold any extra tickets for Collision other than the one in Chicago.
0: Well, no. There's, like, actual proof that when he was on TV... Like, when... uh, Last year, when he was, you know, there consistently before that whole incident... uh, ratings would shoot up a lot when he was on on TV and then you know AEW been on a little a little struggle bus ever since I do think yeah. it's funny that they're putting all these guys on the Saturday show that don't get along with people otherwise
1: <laughs> Yeah, it seems silly.
0: Like they they have a uh, Andrade and Miro and CM Punk. And then they have like Samoa Joe. Who, I don't know. Does Samoa Joe get along with people? I would think so. But. Oh my God. Did you see that? So I was watching the presentation for the Summer Games Fest. And uh, I guess two things. One, we were talking about Prince of Persia last week. And I, I was. Or two weeks ago. And I was talking about how. How I was interested in revisiting those games to see what they were like and then at Summer Games Fest they announced a the new Prince of Persia it's a 2D it, it, it's a 2D game but I thought that was weird life is weird man and uh
1: serendipity man serendipity and isn't is that what that is did I use that correctly
0: I think you did nice serendipity Serendipity, what the f- does it mean? The occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. Yeah, sure, we did it.
1: Move we'll things around, we can make it apply.
0: <laughs> uh, And then... They also showed a trailer for the Twisted Metal television series, which is coming out sometime soon. I have no idea what streaming service it's coming out on. Maybe HBO Max? Or The Max, sorry. And (laughs) (laughs) The Max, the home for HBO, as they say. And... uh. It looks truly, truly terrible. But Samoa Joe is Sweet Tooth, but they only uses his, him at his body. He he's actually voice acted by another actor named Will Arnett, who, wow, who is in uh like Arrested Development and some other stuff, but. It's one of those more modern sort of feeling series where it feels gritty. It's trying to be gritty and edgy, but also
1: it has comedy elements to it. And it looks, it just looks bad. I can honestly say, like, I've seen stuff online for it. I honestly just always thought it was fake <laughs> or it was like some type of fan art. That thing that was created I honestly had no idea That was legit Well It is fan art
0: But it's real (laughs) I'm sure The people who are making it are fans Maybe Or maybe they're not and that's why it looks terrible
1: (laughs) Twisted
0: (laughs) (laughs) Twisted Metal Stinks Let's make this show ass (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's gonna come out on uh, what's a bad streaming service? Uh, I thought on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime sucks.
0: What's that one streaming?
1: The streaming service, not the not the rest of the services.
0: What's that one? Um, what's the CBS one? All Access,
1: Paramount Plus,
0: Paramount Plus.
1: Mm, yeah, I'll fit on there. Nah, I put it on Tubi.
0: Hey. <laughs> crackle Hey, Tubi Tubi Black. is sweet, dude. I mean, having ads while watching television sucks, but Peacock, it is on Peacock.
1: I like Peacock.
0: Part of me knew that and I convinced myself I was I was thinking incorrectly.
1: Peacock, that's NBC, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Peacock more like the cock, am I
1: right? How do you think they stumbled on the name Peacock? Like, who who greenlit that?
0: Well, it's definitely because the logo of NBC is supposed to be a Peacock Oh, feathers.
1: you're fucking right. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: That one flew right over my head. I'm sorry, I'm cranky, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should
0: call it then. That, <laughs> so that legit
1: flew over my head, though. <laughs> I've been... When did Peacock come out? And I honestly never paid attention to the NBC logo to ever know that that's what it was like. Or that's what it resembled. (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) When did Peacock (laughs) launch? Okay, so not that long ago. Since 2020. Okay. I think I have an excuse here, right? A lot going on in the world. You know, that's true. Distractions, COVID, birth of a child, all that, you know.
0: Yeah. You get a pass this time.
1: But I have literally been, since 2020, been trying to understand why they named it Peacock, is if I didn't have the power to do what I just did in three seconds and Google it. (laughs) But sometimes there's, there's, you know. Sometimes you just gotta not know stuff
0: Yeah you remember the world when You didn't know anything And your your parents would tell you The craziest wildest
1: Remember Remember the world when you left the house And no one could fucking reach you Until you went home (laughs) I do remember Hell yeah dude (laughs) Stop calling me I'm the guy that says that like I want that back, but then like, the second like my wife and daughter go out the house, I'm like, "Where's the location? Uh, where they're at? Let me call them." Where
0: are you? <laughs> Outside.
1: <laughs> I'm right behind you. <laughs> behind you, Travis. Me <laughs> But yeah, I think you had a good idea there. I don't uh I don't have anything else if you don't. Yeah, let's get you to sleep. I actually Let's tuck you I in. Actually, I actually kind of flew through all the topics on my list. I was honestly hoping to keep some of that stuff for next episode. Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. Well, we gotta oh, come well. up with next episode. I wasted the good topics on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, we're out of here, folks. But yeah, uh, I don't have anything else if you don't. So I think we can uh, go ahead and wrap this. Bit of a shorter episode today. Just trying to to get one in while we can so we're not record editing the night before it's supposed to release anymore. <laughs> yeah, try not to anyway. Yeah, try. <laughs> it's always a little nerve-wracking. And who wants to stay up till 3 in the morning editing?
0: It is always
1: terrible to...
0: <laughs> to be editing an episode right before it's supposed to come out and you just it's
1: and then and then you submit it and you're like god i did not listen to that back <laughs> i missed so much <laughs> and then you listen back and like "Ah, that's not that bad it's fine we're
0: fine it's we're fine, fine. It's, it's fine
1: it's fine all 25 people fine. probably enjoyed it probably <laughs> But yeah, if you made it to this, uh if you made it to this point of the episode, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, remember, the term nerd is to E for everyone. So find your passion, embrace it, and be the nerd that you were meant to be.
0: Bye!